Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Fighting we back at it again, again I know that it's my fault You don't understand No, I got memories This is crazy You ain't nothing like The girl I used to know Good with my, good with pop Cool with all my niggas, niggas I should try, but my truth I wanna let you in, but no Damn these memories And it's crazy You ain't nothing like The girl I used to know Ooh. Girl, I really want to work this out Cause I'm tired of fighting And I really hope you still want me The way I want you Woo! And I said, I really want to work this out Damn girl, I'm trying It's no excuse, no excuse I got this icebox Where my heart used to be Got this icebox Where my heart used to be I'm so, I'm so cold I'm so cold I'm so cold <laughs> Woo, when I mean, given I thought that was fitting. It was fitting, and I mean, yeah. you just proved Crystal's point <laughs> that I sing better than Omarion. I yes. don't know what the fuck she be talking about. She is yes. a hating asshole. <laughs> Praise the Lord, niggas. Welcome back to getting grown. We Lord, are grateful to be back in your presence again to discuss Ooh, yes. the ghettos of adulting. Literally, the worst hood we've ever endeavored to live in. We're just scratching and surviving. But we're making it together, man, because we are are negotiating the test, the trials, the twists, the turns, the temptations, and the taxes of being a real live adult in the year of our Lord, 2022. All of those words hit very different. I mean, like resonating. (laughs) Ooh, wow. Resonating. Wow. Wow. Like just wow. What a time to be alive. How are you doing, sister? You know, I don't know. (laughs) I think that's a fair Um, response. Yeah, I don't know how I am because, you know, we we have just had a run of shit, you know, personally, worldly, uh, globally, country, all of that. And (laughs) And or nationally, but that's fine. Nationally, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. That was the word. That was what I was looking for. I'm here to help. I forget somebody tweeted us and said, I think the word Jade was looking for was I can't remember what it was, reflect or something. And I was like, That's it. I think it was replica last week. Replica. Thank you. I couldn't find the word either. So that was for the both of us. So shout out to you. It'd be like that. Yes. Yes. Shout out to you. Yes. Um, so yes, not countryly, nationally. Nationally. <laughs> we are here together. Uh, you know, we faced and watched so much happen, like and are currently watching so much happen. Um 
and still trying to navigate on a daily basis. And it's just really uh, exhausting. Um, I shared with you in the pre-show that like I found myself, I woke up today feeling terrible physically, like just dizzy and I felt like the it was a physical representation of how I feel about whatever's going on in this world right now. Um, it's breaking out in hives. It's a bunch of hives running the Supreme Court. Uh, you know, I got to watch what the fuck I say because they're switching up so many things. Hmm. Niggas can bust in my fucking house if they want to and don't have to read me Miranda rights and can't appeal even if I'm wrong. And they're trying to... Uh, obviously they've taken away all of our our vaginal rights and human rights actually like you can take gender out of it you've taken away human rights birthing people's rights and making it about one tiny little thing um they're not looking at the the wide spectrum of the issues this would cause you know in healthcare for birthing people um and so it's just really like a mind fuck. Um, yeah, I'm mind fucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I am right now. Yes, I think that that is fair. I think that I remember I remember being it was recently. So I was absolutely an adult. But the first time that I heard this word, I was struck by it because it was one of those words that sort of what's what's the phrase when the word sounds like what it is? I don't know. Somebody. Oh, that would have been um, a good question for Crystal because she not knows an the alliteration. Words really well. Uh, not an alliteration, but um, I know what you mean. Yes. Yeah. The word I the word I heard was gobsmacked. I don't think that, Ooh, I don't yes. think that I knew what that word meant. Um when I heard it, but Until it was now. just like, I, I, it resonated with me. Um, but it is, it is, it is an accurate description of sort of how I feel right now. It is, it means yeah. utterly astonished and astounded. Um, because I think never did I anticipate seeing things devolve the way that they have in my lifetime. Yeah. And I don't want to yeah. get into because I mean, everybody here knows our positions on on many things because we speak very candidly and directly Absolutely. about about uh, the world as we see it. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. What what continues to strike me is just sort of really understanding the machine of white supremacy and all of the ways that it functions. Yes. And if we really just if we really just um, sort of apply that framework, that lens. It just it just understanding the same sort of systems and structures and policies that built this country to be what it is. Folks are are, are working so hard to maintain mm -hmm. those things. And uh -huh. just doing nonsensical things, right? And that's how we know that this is like inherently evil because there's no rationale behind it. It no. is, no, it is no. literally, you know, uh, you know, there is a threat that, you know, that there's a threat on whiteness, and folks are just scrambling 
to do whatever they can to maintain supremacy or superiority and at the risk and expense of all of the rest of us however you choose to see this and so my challenge is to just sort of remain cognizant of that because I think another thing that we're doing is getting we getting real down into the weeds here we can't lose sight of the big picture and our personal preferences opinions beliefs are are of I don't want to say they're of no consequence but like you know let's just think about the larger picture here um and I think that's where all of our attention ought to be but yeah, gobsmacked. Mm-hmm. I'm literally stunned. I cannot wrap my brain around <coughs> anything that has happened within the last seven days. And what's Nothing. crazy is, it's just they're trying, they're just going hard to make it worse, right? Yeah. So it's, hey, we want to, so we're going to take away uh, this. Yeah. So essentially Roe versus Wade was reversed in which um, abortion um, became an unconstitutional now, yes became yeah, unconstitutional yes. according to the federal law and so it's up to the individual states how they want to handle that and i mean when i tell you it was like bloop 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 of all the states that start essentially banning abortion and making it illegal um and not just banning abortion and making it illegal but then instilling um policies and procedures and different things in which you can snitch on people having abortions or people who come the people who commute and take people you know what i'm saying to their abortion appointments and so forth and so on and it's really disgusting and it's crazy how they will jump and leap uh through contradictions for things to work to their advantage and then also throw it away when it doesn't matter and how they're able to switch things up and say well you liberals well i'm not liberal i'm not liberal at this point nigga i'm human rights nigga like i just want to be left the fuck alone like i don't like the liberals either because they're a problem too (laughs) i don't like none of y'all i don't trust none of you none of you are out for our good none of you the 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 democrats are pussy y'all are sitting back doing absolutely nothing thoughts and prayers we can't believe this happened you can't i can because you didn't do nothing you didn't do nothing you let a bunch of dinosaurs a cracking ass white woman and a coon a fucking moon cricket who's sitting up here in a suit of a black man make decisions about people's bodies all for the same. And now, now, what's really disgusting is because of how big this is, it's hiding all of the other things that they're doing, right? So also... Well, that's what they um, want us to... That's what they want. That's what they want. They want Mm -hmm. us to not pay attention to everything else that they're doing. Texas is asking to strike down the Indian Child Welfare Act. And if you don't know what that is, that's essentially... um, That was essentially a law put in place so that indigenous culture is not lost. And I'm not being disrespectful when I say Indian. This is that's what that's the name of the this is yes. And so what they're what the indigenous what it does is making sure that indigenous culture does not die out and that indigenous children are placed in the homes of other indigenous families um, should something be happening. And they are trying to strike down that act and put the children in quote-unquote good Christian homes. Okay. 
That's erasure and that's genocide. You all are not even trying to hide the evil that you are let spill all letting spill all over this country. And it's fucking disgusting. And to sit here and watch, watch us regress in crazy ways. Nancy Pelosi said, congratulations, ladies. You all now have less rights than your mothers. Well, it is. And she didn't lie. But I think it is. No, 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 no. No. It is very scary. It is. It is. We are living living in perilous times and that's not even me being dramatic we are no it is unsafe for us uh it, it is it is it is horrifying to live in a country that doesn't recognize or acknowledge your humanity in any yeah. in any way shape form or fashion and so i mean i think the only thing that we can do is continue to arm ourselves with information and to be very particular about um you know, what we ingest um, and to avail ourselves of any and all options that we may have and ways that we might keep ourselves and our family and our interests and our assets as safe as possible. Yep. And literally just try to survive this as best we can because there yep. is no, there is no, um, I don't think there's is no other recourse for us mm-hmm. at this point. It is there is grave danger in um, making very complex, nuanced, multidimensional realities simple in black yep. and white. I mean, yep. that literally in and of itself, like by definition, that leads to all kinds of, like you said, this erasure and. Yep. Um, genocide and i think mm-hmm. um we just have to and i i hate to be cliche but I, that's the only way that's sort of coming to me right now but we have to really stay woke we have to stay alert we have to be conscious and mm-hmm. interrogating of the information that we receive and yes. we have to do our, our due diligence around thinking about the ways in which we can individually and collectively protect ourselves and each other yes. because we are all we got and that's just the bottom line period yep. full stop Whew. but we know you're being bombarded with this information everywhere yes uh and we do it we do want to indulge in a little trash today just to try to shift the spirits and um you know sometimes we just deserve that we dealt with enough. So, shall we head on over to this trash segment? Let's do it. A clean up woman. Well, hello. And welcome to the trash segment. Hello. You would deny your doubtfire. It's my Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes. <laughs> I love it. That is one of my favorite movies. Same. I am not going to hold you. Same. Um,. Robin Williams, what a gift. What a gift. Uh, I miss him. I've always wanted to put on an old lady wig and dip my face into a cake and pop up and go, hello. <laughs> it's just a perfect um, movie. But it is time period. for the trash. Yes, and we just want to talk about a couple of things. Uh, first and foremost, a little update on Brittany Griner. Okay. Yes. Brittany Griner was seen after, I think, 100 and some odd days. What a um, uh, in Russian prison, 
and she was supposed to be given the opportunity to call her wife for their anniversary mm. um and the 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 side of things dropped the ball um <laughs> so they were not able to speak but there was photos of her um uh going to her hearing i believe and they have opted to keep her uh, through her trial, which is supposed to start in July. Um, July 1st, I'm right? Glad that she, or no? July 1st, I believe. Okay. Um, I am glad that she is safe, but this is wild. This is wild, and I feel, I feel awful for her. I feel awful for her loved ones, for her wife, who is dealing with, um, dealing, you know, with the fear. And also her, her wife has been very vocal about how the U.S. has been really dropping the ball. Um, they didn't even have a representative show up for her hearing, uh, even though they said she was wrongfully imprisoned. So we will see what happens, um, but all you can do is continue to keep her uh, in your thoughts. And, and that's, I mean, when I tell you that is all we can do. So, but I'm glad that she is okay. Uh, that she is safe, you know, and with us. Um, so there was a versus. Oh, Lord. This past week. <laughs> I mean. Oh, I, you know, I don't know what else to call a catastrophe. A, um, I mean, a train wreck was what it absolutely was. absolutely no intention of watching any bit of this whatsoever and was roped in by the hooting and hollering of Franiqua. <laughs> and boy, am I glad I did not miss certain elements of yes. that. Um, so Mario and Omarion uh, battled hard question mark, multiple question marks. Interesting choice of words, but yes. Yeah, on the Verzu stage, um, it was Battle of the We Don't Know That Song to What in the Hell is Coming Out of Your Mouth. And it included a star-studded cast of millennials from the early 2000s, such as Scooty Bike himself, Ray J., and his daddy belly, oh which God. I thoroughly, when I tell it you, it was given dad bod, hard. Oh, baby, he's dad crazy bod. as cat shit, and I enjoy every bit of it. Um, there was also Sammy, aka Elephant Man, <laughs> who appeared on the stage. He had lace on his jeans. It was like a paisley applique of some sort on the jeans. Yes, very. Yes, it was, it was very alarming. It was a lot. Um, and then we also were uh, blessed, multiple question marks, with the vocals of Pleasure P in his vocals thick Vocals also in question marks. Also Quotes, in quotations. question. Co- quotation marks. You know, he got up there and sang the award-winning boyfriend number two um, and also got his life with one of the backup dancers, Yuck, who I know that he probably harassed quite a bit at that performance and thereafter um he also publicly declared his affection for brandy saying to her yeah it was you um and then 
During Omarion's performance, we were blessed with the vocals of Jeremiah, who I refuse to call Jeremiah because that is a stupid name. And Jeremiah got up there and sounded like he was getting a catheter. Crazy. Um, To quote Mario, y'all niggas sound crazy. (laughs) Y'all niggas sound crazy. (laughs) One of the best things to come from a versus. (laughs) Y'all niggas sound crazy. Please stop. (laughs) And it was awful. It was just, everything was awful. And I was so happy to be in attendance. Omarion laid on the floor and lifted his leg. He and his brother ate watermelons as simulated coochie. Okay, the internet dubbed it fruchy. And it was was, uh, appalling and it was entertaining. (laughs) Appalling. Appalling. More appalling than entertaining, but yes. You know... And I just uh, thoroughly enjoyed myself. I really did. Well, I cannot say the same, but I will say <laughs> <laughs> that Jade and Fran required me to experience this versus. Yeah. And it was absolutely something that I will fondly remember as one of the many, many moments that my sisters and I bonded uh by collectively processing nonsense. Um, But, you know, if you are a real fan of music, actual talent, gifting and ability, this was not the verses for you. But if you, you know, indulge and partake in niggatry from time to time, this Uh was something that you would probably enjoy. Such as myself. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. And, you know, I I did witness, I, I bore witness to the events. And that is all I have to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> this is the music for love. I mean... And there's lots of what's what's been what's been interesting is since then there's been all kinds of excuses coming from these dad bods. All of the reasons yeah. why. I mean, we're blaming microphones and yeah. Ray J. I can't hear myself. Ray, yeah, we're blaming inner ear monitors. We're uh, we are blaming, uh, you know, Ray J. Didn't drink tea or or do the vocal rest as he was advised. Um, yeah. Even Brandy, yes. you know, publicly shamed him for his subpar. Did she? I totally missed that. Well, she commented and was just like, I told you that you needed to rest and prepare for this. And people thought I was recording this uh, because I support you. But I just needed the record to show our dad that you sounded like trash. And oh I God. am ashamed. She didn't. I oh might have paraphrased the end a little bit there. But she, that's she, fine. Definitely said that uh, you, this could have been much better than it was and balls were dropped. Um, And so I just respect the honesty. Okay. I do too. And you know, the accountability. Okay. Because what we need to remember 
um, is that, you know, y'all can say what y'all want to say about all of these uh-huh. other things, people's personal choices, styling choices, yep. the things that they do. But what is always going to be the bottom line for me is the talent. Yeah. When the t- when it's time for the talent to be put on display, this is when we separate, you know, uh, the the boys from the men, shall we say. Yeah. And there yeah. was only one yeah. man down to that versus. And his yep. name was Mario. But that's it. And even he... I mean, he got his redemption, which we're really grateful about. Even he had some missteps because it was not flaw free. Kept that coat on for half of the. Yes, it was not flaw free. And then took the coat off, and then took the vest off, and then put the coat back. on. You know, there were things, choices were made, and you know, we can't really choices were made. But I mean, if we just talking brass tacks, we talking microphones to mouths, and who came to furnish the vocals. He was the only one. He was the only one down there. And I personally, another thing. My hair. Yes. The other thing that I will say, and I'm not going to say nothing else about this, is I'm disappointed (laughs) that Princess and Ray J made those kids suffer through that versus. It was clear that they didn't want to be there. And it was clear. The child didn't even want to show his face. He didn't even he have headphones on his head. He didn't have earplugs. He was embarrassed. Nothing. And he literally oh. gave us his, the back of his head. He said, I'm not even going to turn around because I don't even want to be associated yeah. or affiliated with this nonsense. It is all bad. Yeah. And I don't blame him. I don't. And, Ray and I, I just feel like it was loud. Crowing and cowling in his ear. This is what I'm saying. All this howling. I mean, you know, there are just certain spaces, right? Princess. That I think our children should be, you know, kept safe from. And it shouldn't be the Verzus. It should not be. You, I mean, these young, I mean, it was late at night in this smoke-filled room. With, and the, the, the background dancers were standing there in their pleather bikinis. I mean, the children, it just wasn't a space for the babies. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. It just wasn't. It just was not. It just it wasn't the space for the children. And I just wish Sorry. that, I wish that, you know, somebody, Sandra, there was no big mamas, no, no aunties no. that said, uh-uh. don't y'all take them kids down. No. No. Why are you taking them no. kids down there? They don't need to be there, Ray J. Get them children out of there right now. Nobody did what needed to be done, including Princess. And so, therefore... I am. It was a sad um, day. It was a sad day, but I definitely still had a blast watching it. <sighs> yes, indeed. Is there other trash? Um, yes. Uh, we also had the pleasure of tuning in. I don't actually pleasure is the wrong word. I was about to say. We I don't know what had you... the pleasure of tuning into the BET Awards together. Yes. The together part is the pleasure. That's that's the, the BET part that Awards we, yes. part was not right, right, yeah, right. Um, what were some of your favorite moments? <laughs> the end <laughs> was my yeah. absolute yeah. favorite moment of all. Yes. Um, but yeah. it was good to see. You know, it's good to see certain people, um, doing certain things, and you know, I enjoyed moments of the tribute to Diddy. I thought it was yeah. interesting that he participated in his own tribute 
but yes, that's neither here nor there. Um, are we surprised? I can't say that I'm surprised, but it was just like, okay. <laughs> um, okay. But yeah, I don't really have many moments that I, you know, I enjoyed. I did enjoy the Kirk Franklin and Maverick City performance until they walked off the stage and I saw Naomi's shoes. Y'all know how I feel. And that's all I have to say. Were they white or were they They were white. Yes, they were. They were white, platform, round toe, wedge-heeled pumps with an ankle strap. Wait, what? Exactly. Um... And I just want better for my people. That's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> let's see. What else? Not many moments, but let's see what else. I enjoyed seeing, Ooh, no, you know, Marseille. Marseille Martin won her award. Looking oh, amazing. Growing up into a, a wonderful, beautiful black woman. What a joy. Yes. What a joy she is. Yes. Um, let's see. I'm running low. Running low on high points. Yeah. <laughs> um, How'd you feel about Taraji? You know... I I do have a great deal of respect for Taraji. I do. I think that she is very talented. And I think that her career really speaks for itself in the successes that she has had. I don't, and this is going to sound like shade, um, but I don't know that I need Taraji to host any more award shows. I'm just much, I just feel like I, I value and appreciate her gifts in other in other spaces um so yeah i i i could have done without but that that's yeah. not to discredit who she is as a woman and all of the work that she's done but it was just a not quite for me it didn't really it didn't really give what i wanted it to have gave or gave no I did appreciate the ballroom moment. Yes, um, that was another high point. Dominique R.T. Jones. Oh, yes, honey. Pumping. Uh, For sure. Billy Porter and all of his Billy Porterness. Yes. And um, these legendary. tells. Yes. Um, <laughs> Auntie Billy Porter. Y'all know that is, yes, that indeed. is Auntie Billy Porter because yes. that was one of my favorite yes, moments indeed. ever. Yes, indeed. So that was an enjoyable part. Um, you know, the internet is making a fuss of Puffy not. Um, I did see that. Not acknowledging uh, young, young Money. Miami. Carisha. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank Carisha. you. Carisha. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I. I don't, I think sometimes y'all be focused on the wrong shit. Like, this was a lifetime achievement award, right? And I can feel however I feel about this man of darkness. (laughs) But it was a lifetime achievement award. And that's what it was. And he talked through all of the people who were a part of that lifetime. Mm -hmm. At different facets of that lifetime. And she is new. And I don't think there is anything wrong with him acknowledging the people who contributed to a certain point of his life and her not being a part of that. That's not what that moment was for. Yes. If y'all want that, go watch that fucking podcast clip you kept circulating. Yes. And I mean, to be fair, you know, 
Did he didn't mention his kids? There, there were lots of things. No, he did not. That um, were sort Who of also may left out. very well have never done anything for his career. <laughs> well, well, this is what I'm saying. But I just feel like you know we got to be. This is not something. If 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 Diddy, you know, did like Mary J. Blige and sort of prepared his comments and read them off a teleprompter, then I feel like this would warrant more of a conversation about mm-hmm, sort of mm-hmm. the exclusion of certain people. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I mean, Diddy was literally up there re- talking on the fly. I don't think he planned to yeah, say any of the things that he said. He was just going to get up there and speak from his heart. And in that moment, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> he said mm-hmm. what he said. And that's just what it is. And, you know, I think, you know, what's interesting to me is the ways in which we or or people as information consumers, like we reach our own conclusions about things, right? Because Carisha herself hasn't said anything about, about not being included. Um, And could we, uh, sure, we could speculate as to whether or not her feelings may be hurt or she may be feeling some kind of way. We could speculate as to whether this was intentional or accidental, but we don't really know. Like we don't, we don't really know. (laughs) Okay. And, um, Mm -hmm. It's just interesting to see this play out in the comments because people have some real feelings and beliefs. Now, I could I could see both sides. I could see this is the same person who claims, you know, Carisha herself has has spoken on both sides of her relationship with Diddy. Right. And one minute we go together real bad. Another minute, you know, I'm never going. I mean, I don't really see myself getting married or being committed or blah, 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 blah. So, you know, um, you know, there's a lot of gray area around their mm-hmm. whole exchange and interaction. And so, yeah. I mean, if if it makes for good group chat fodder, then so be it. But 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 me myself, I mean I didn't feel a way. I mean I didn't feel, I feel no a kind way of way about neither. Puffy overall. I felt more of a way <laughs> that, you know, I understand that there's beef amongst him and Loon and him and um you know, to see Mace the bad and boys, Bethesda. and it and was so, inten- it was like what, interesting to see which bad boys were there and which were not. Exactly, right? Exactly. You know, and that was I'm not gonna lie and say that wasn't a good time. Obviously, yeah. when Lil Kim came out, we all went up, and you know, the locks showed up, and two thirds. You know, of the we locks had a, showed up two thirds of the locks. It was only two of them, but they did show up. Mm-hmm. Was one twelve there? I can't remember. Nope. It was no, only shine. They were not. The shine, locks. shine. That was a moment. Shine was a moment, and it was good to see Ambassador shine. I was very, I was yes, excited to see shine. Yes, um, yes. It was the locks, little Kim, and then he mm-hmm. moved on into the, no Bryson Tiller. He was into his new sound. Right. There was no dirty, no dirty money. One twelve wasn't there. No total. No. No mace. No total. No. But we knew there wasn't going to be a total because Pam not having that. <laughs> Well, She's you know, not going to be a part even, of this. Sin. Well, Kima and Keisha didn't show up neither. I'm just like, you know, well. all the girls. You know, it was, <laughs> it, we could again, we could sort of, you know, talk a lot about we, it, who was there and who was not. Faith, very much Faith so, came. Faith um, came. Faith showed up. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I mean, listen, we enjoyed what we got. Yeah, 
It was what it was. It was a time. And let me tell you, young people who were not around for that time. Oh, Busta came out. They did Kabasi Yes. Day. Now, that, okay, was that was a, a moment. peak for me. Oh, baby. I used to be in the club. Yes. We going to tell that brother. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't did you make my people want to? I mean. Jump, jump. Immediately transported I, me back to 2002. So I did get, get my life off of that. Yes, in indeed. Rhymes. Thickness showing up on the stage and blessing us with a hit. Absolutely. I did not. I'm trying to fully glaze over the fact that Kanye West showed up in a full. We just don't have to. Because <laughs> no. I don't even know what that was. I don't know what, the I don't hell know what he, he said. About. I don't know, man. He don't know what he said. Babyface certainly said didn't either. know what he was talking about. It was Babyface just... is always confused. Yes. And I mean, it was. <laughs> It was, you know, okay. Uh. Yeah. He shouted out Andre Harrell. He did. Um, which he sh- very well should have. Absolutely. Who Fran and I actually, <laughs> I have a video that I'm going to send you. Oh, boy. Me and Fran, you remember Coffee Shop in Union Square? I do. Um, we were eating in Coffee Shop, and it's an afternoon. And we look out the window, and we said, is that Andre Harrell? And sure mm-hmm. enough, it was Andre Harrell and his two mason jar glasses. Ah! Just don't up you there, look at just as lost as Andre Harrell does. Don't you do it? No, it's it's. But that is who Andre did. Andre Harrell not always look confused, but he was such a staple in Puffy's career, and I'm glad that he acknowledged him. I am too. Um, and then at the end of the BET Awards, they acknowledged all those who have passed. The memoriam. Okay, so yes, this was a part that also left me astounded. <laughs> They put Roe v. Wade and Kevin Samuels up there. And so... What in the actual hell is wrong with you all? I don't even really know what to make of it. You know, and I think to be... I'm going to be careful how I say this. I just, I, I mean, I would love, I'll put it like this. I would love to hear and understand the rationale behind these choices. Love to hear it. I would love to, I would love for someone to help me to understand what was intended. Cause you know, again, and then as we always say, intention does not absolve you from responsibility. Responsibility oh, is an entirely different conversation, but I would love to know what was the intention behind including Roe v. Wade in the memoriam as as it was. Because I'm just like, wow, this is very soon. Oh, I feel that way more about Kevin Samuels. Well, I mean, yes. And I, I just... Also both, but... I just, wow. I mean, it is, again, gobsmacked, astounded, gobsmacked. astonished. You know what? That's perfect. Mind fuck. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. Just... <laughs> All right. Is this what? Okay. This Why? is what we're doing. Okay. Great. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Okay. Okay. Kevin Dam Samuels. Okay. Why don't you just spit on a black woman? I mean, just do it. Just spit on a on a black woman, because that's exactly, you know, let sleeping dogs lie. Well, I just want to know, like, what is the precedent, like, for other problematic people who have gone on, where other problematic, right. you know polarizing personalities 
included in memoriams, you know, and, and if so, what's the, what's the precedent? What's the rationale? I just want to understand when we were all sitting around the table making these decisions, I wonder what, did anybody sort of say, hey, y'all, are we sure we want to do this? I just want to know. But neither here nor there. Somebody did. It happened. They didn't listen to them, which was probably a woman. Or, yeah, they just didn't have the right people at their table and said, you know what? It's going to be a good idea, including these into the memorial. Mm, Fascinating. Well, But that's the trash. That was the BET Awards, and that was the Versus. (laughs) That might have been my last one. Your last Versus? versus. I think so. I don't know how much more. I did see that Chris Brown was sort of vying. I don't know if vying is the right word, but he mentioned that perhaps there should be a Versus with he and Usher, which I thought was like, I mean. Um, I mean... I don't really need to see anything from Chris Brown anymore. I think he should just go and reflect in the woods. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess on. if I if I had to think about it, like, I don't know who else who else would be comparable Listen, to on Chris a, Brown. Listen, on a on a purely like on a purely musical level, that could actually work. I feel like they probably both have the it um, seems like a, a pretty a comparable logical... catalog at this point you know they both uh, I, usher's obviously out longer obviously but i think chris brown has made so much music and he has, has actually been around for he some has. amount of time he has he um has. they both have you know uh very similar dancing abilities um chris brown might be a little better but again i don't think i need to see anything from chris brown i just don't know that i need it i don't i agree that i don't know that i I definitely don't i don't need need that i feel like if i want to go if i want to see usher i will find my way to vegas during his residency yeah and i will get what i need there i don't know um and with that being said like i don't see like what's in it for usher to do something like that but I think I think Usher's making like Smurfs money and and trolls. And right. This is what um, I could see this benefiting Chris Brown way more than it would benefit Usher. But I just want to get your attention. Hey, hey, Daddy. Really want to be all up in your head. Sing. <laughs> Please sing. I did see Usher. I will tell. I've seen Usher live a few times. Which is interesting because I in, I appreciate Usher as an entertainer. Mm-hmm. There are there are confession was just a time in history. I think especially for people Iconic. of our age bracket, it is one um, of those records and many things. Yeah, just the whole album mm-hmm. honestly was mm-hmm. an era. And I've seen him multiple times, but I saw him specifically when he did. He did almost like a theater show, but like at a place, I don't know, it was very interesting and it was exclusively for like Sony employees and and guests and things like that. And he did this like one man show where he performed whatever album Climax was on. And this nigga is talented. Very I much, mean, what, very he's much. doing shit in the water. Yes. This nigga ran on a treadmill as if he was running, you know, like for real, for real. He was like, at all. 
at all singing climax on the fucking treadmill and it was like oh shit this nigga is talented and then i've seen him for the truth tour i saw him for confessions i saw him multiple things that man deserves a residency i have to give him that agreed yeah i've not seen him live ever but i've always wanted to we should go at least once i'm ready let's make it happen you should before his it. knees go out. Um, but with that being said, we have a shout out to get to before we get to a really endearing kitchen table. So let's head on over to the shout out. Let's do it. We're going nowhere <laughs> fast. We reach the climax. My sister's popping right now. La, la, la. All right, people. Um, this shout out is kind of personal to me. I am soliciting your help. Um, and I'm going to explain. Um, but we're really, really appreciate if you guys would help me um, support this cause. And so those of you who know me or follow me, uh, you know that I'm a church baby, more specifically a choir baby, uh, you know, mm-hmm. singing specifically in choirs it's really just sort of been a cornerstone of my upbringing and my identity it is a part of who I am and it's something that I will probably do always in some shape form or fashion um even as my life continues to sort of evolve but mm-hmm. uh so I have the opportunity um to be a part of a choir that I am very excited to be a part of it's a local choir of young adults here in the DMV, sort of like Eastern East Coast, right? Because we got members from all over the place. But a friend of mine named Sean Tillery has a choir called Changed. And I've been singing with Changed now for the last whew, four years, maybe three, four years or so. That's kind of crazy to say out loud. Okay. But yeah. And so wow. pre-pandemic, uh, I was fortunate to participate in uh, a live recording. It was the group. <gasps> That's right. Yes, it was the group's second live recording. Um, but we we did this recording. I think it. I think it happened either 2018 or 2019. I don't remember. But it was. It, I say mm-hmm. pre-pandemic. You know, things are sort of blurred. Um, yes. So uh, we all, all members, and Sean. You know, we all sort of sewed into this project from our own finances and resources and work really hard to come together to put this project out, paying um, ourselves for studio sessions and all of these things to sort of get this done. Unfortunately, there's been some drama um, and I can't get into the specifics or details, but as a result of said drama, that live recording that to me featured some really beautiful, wonderful, amazing music has been tabled indefinitely. It will never be released. It is sort of dead in the water. And that hurts my heart. But, you know, we are moving forward to whatever is next. I'm saying all of this to say that Changed is working to sort of recoup and recover and come back uh, to do another recording in the future. And we are fundraising um, to make this happen. And so I am going to put a PayPal in the description box. I will also share it here on air. But if there are things that you can do, if there's anything, I think, you know, just I just want to sort of lean on y'all as my network, as my community. 
Um, this is something that is important and valuable and to me necessary. Mm-hmm. Choir culture is something that I think may even be sort of dwindling out, but I think it's core to who we are as black people. And it's very mm-hmm. much a part of the black church sound. And I think that Sean is really super talented and just a new fresh perspective, a new take, a new approach. And there's just a quality. And I love singing with change because I love singing with singers. And change has really been a great outlet for me, especially given some of the difficult times I've had to negotiate these last few years. And so this is my way of helping uh, change to raise the funds that we need. And so it would really, really mean a lot to me, y'all, if y'all would help me um, by making a donation um, so that we can raise this money to get this album uh, back uh, popping where it needs to be. Yes, the PayPal is uh, TillaryTunes at gmail.com. Um, if you can make a donation, it's, and he asked that we specify that when we're making donations, make sure that we're doing friends and family, like sending to friends and family, because we're not necessarily exchanging goods or services. And so the money will just sit there if, if you don't do that. But if you could, anything that you can spare um, would be most useful, most helpful. And uh, it will help us as change to sort of get back in the studio and do what we got to do for this recording. TillaryTunes at gmail.com. You can make your donations via PayPal. If you don't have PayPal and you want to donate, you can contact me um, on social media and we can work out some other ways to to get the donation, um, you know, recorded. Uh, but yes, this would be most helpful to me. And I would really appreciate if you guys will um, help me help this group of people that I love very dearly. So thank y'all. That's my shout out. And let's get to this kitchen table. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Welcome back, everyone, to the kitchen table. We are here, and we are very excited because we have one of our most favorite special guests of uh. all times. All times. Joining us at the kitchen table, it's the one, the only, Crystal Jean West. Everybody Uh, say, hey, Crystal. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me. (laughs) I'm so happy to be here with my C-stars. Of course. What a special episode because we really are the sisters. Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, Tay called us the ain't shits. Yeah. Uh, he coined that name many years ago. He did. And mm-hmm. it has stuck. And we are still here. Yeah. And we still ain't shit. Nope. <laughs> but you know what? Neither is this world, so I don't feel bad. 
exactly. <laughs> this is a this uh, this uh, segment is a full circle moment of sorts because Crystal and I this past weekend celebrated a, a special milestone. Did um, so we wanted to come back to the kitchen table to just sort of you know debrief and discuss you know then and now, but. 10 years ago, officially now, 10 years mm-hmm. ago, Crystal moved to New York and I moved to the DMV. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we were both embarking upon different journeys, different phases of life. And so it is very, very surreal to, <laughs> to, be, to be sitting here now, 10 years later, really recognizing that, it had, that 10 years has passed. But... We've learned so much. We've grown so much. And I just thought it would be mm-hmm. cool for us to come back together and just reconnect around around what life is now mm-hmm. and what yeah. our expectations were then. So, Crystal, take us back. Take us back. It is oh, Lord. <laughs> 2012. And you yes. are living in Oklahoma. Oh, yes. And you make I, I the decision. Mm-hmm. You make the decision to move to New York. Why? What what prompted that decision? Beyonce, of course. Of course. Of course. (laughs) I don't want to hear your shit, Jade. (laughs) You will. You will hear my shit. I came up here for Revel in Jersey at that casino that's already closed. Mm -hmm. Is it already gone? Yeah, I think it's it's been gone for a few years. Yeah. Get out of here. I didn't know that. Yes. uh, As soon as I landed at JFK, I felt like. Beyonce was telling me to move to New York instead of Atlanta. So I just, you know, I kept getting that feeling. And Asante was so encouraging. It was like, you can do it. You could just come be here and rent a room. And, you know, it'll be ghetto and fun. And we'll do hood rat shit. And, like, so I went back home and canceled everything I had lined up in Atlanta and packed up my little things and hoofed it onto New York City instead. So, yeah, that was... In your um, Volkswagen. In yeah, your my Beetle. little Beetle. <laughs> yes. Rest in peace to that little Beetle. She had to go right back. Because, child, <laughs> can't nobody keep... I could not keep up with no car in Manhattan, please. Well, I'll never forget when I first moved here, I really thought I was going to be, like, driving to work every day. <laughs> Good Bless luck. your heart right now. That's like me when I moved to Oklahoma. I went the opposite. I got two cars. For what? Why? Because what I could. What did you wow. need two cars for? Why did you for? do that? Because <laughs> I had nothing else to do. <laughs> Damn, <Jay>. Wow. <laughs> um, yes, so, I but, remember that. Yeah, that we was the to, beginning we of June. We went to the Revel concert. Yes, it was mm-hmm. the beginning of June. The Revel concert was like that first week in June. And I remember when you came up. Uh, you and Tay came to my house and I I decided to drive. Remember, I said I was going to drive y'all to Atlantic City. I don't know how y'all thought y'all was going to get there. <laughs> yeah, me, I didn't, I had no idea. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Crystal had the, I don't know, she thought that Atlantic City Ooh. was just up the street. From a train, I thought it was thing. a she train did. right away. <laughs> and I was like, no, sis, we going to have to get on the highway and I will avail myself and my vehicle to get Lex. us there in one piece. Yeah, thank you, Kia. 
<laughs> Clearly, we needed you, but yeah, that was that was the catalyst. I came here instead of Atlanta, and I, you know, looking back, I think I made the right choice for myself. Things have Agreed. worked out pretty okay for me, but you know, obviously, everything is very different. Very. Um, not even just the city, but like I have changed so much over the past decade. I don't know that me ten years ago would even recognize me now, like Mm -hmm. as far as personality and Mm -hmm. maybe not personality, but just, I feel like I am, I think differently and I I talk to people differently. I approach situations differently. There's been a lot of growth. This has been, (laughs) this has been one hell of a decade for me. So I'm just so happy to, to be like officially a New Yorker now and I just feel like the city is my home and I love it here. And yeah, I'm proud of myself because the city whoops a lot of people's ass. A lot of people sure. cannot cannot make it <laughs> mm-hmm. and go right back home or go back somewhere else. And yeah, I'm just proud of myself for sticking with it and for having uh, been able to accomplish so much. You know, I can't believe it's been 10 years. And yeah. then it also feels like every minute of that 10 years at the same yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I look back mm-hmm. at them early days like, child, we used to go to Kia's house and she would fry some fish in that damn fry daddy. <laughs> when she lived in that one bedroom apartment in Harlem down the street we from that lady that. who yes. played the medical examiner on SVU. Yes, <laughs> she lived she right did. down the street from that lady. She lived in the building next to mine. And yeah, I next would see door. her every morning walking yeah. her dog. Y'all couldn't tell me nothing. First of all, I want y'all to know that I had literally taken everything that I had and um, put put it into the 600-square-foot apartment in Harlem, moved to Harlem because my my family was transitioning out of New York. So Mm -hmm. my grandparents were retiring, Mm -hmm. and my mom was going with them without Mm -hmm. question. And so it was like, I need to establish myself in New York so that they would feel secure enough to leave me behind. Mm -hmm. And so I literally took all what manner of savings that I had at that, at that time and found an apartment. And, um, that little, that little apartment became our little home base for a little while Mm -hmm. because, you know, it wasn't much, but it was all, all niggas had. And so it was, it was, uh, you know, I was never, like, to your point, Crystal, I was so comfortable and content. I thought that I had, you know, at that point I had a master's degree and mm-hmm. I had a good job. I was working at Columbia and mm-hmm. so it was just like, I am, I have hit all the marks. And so I didn't, <laughs> I didn't really foresee uh, having to transition out of there. I actually didn't want to. Um, but when the opportunity to go back to school and get my doctorate came, it was just like, dang, I'm finna do this. Um, and I always thought that I would just come back. Uh, Mm. but, but but, I mean, it's crazy that things didn't, didn't work out that way. But like you said, Crystal, what I will say is that there's been so much growth and so much has happened and so so much that we couldn't have anticipated, Mm. like, we we never we didn't have plans. No one was thinking about podcasts. No one was thinking no. about any of the was. things that nope. <laughs> have become <laughs> such big parts of our lives. We were not in that place whatsoever. Wasn't mm-hmm. thinking about Donald Trump. Nope. <laughs> like nobody we smoked weed except for me. 
nobody smoked weed except for you. She yeah. loved to bring this up. I okay, do. girl. You know why? Because they you didn't, smoke weed first, girl. They didn't tell me about Yay. the green experiment. And I said, all of these niggas. Yay. You knew about <laughs> weed before we did, girl. Whoop, whoop. You're not going to shame me. No, I'm going to hold my shit. <laughs> Because I'm sick of you niggas. Nobody's shaming. I used to have to sit in the corner of Bobby's apartment and blow my yeah. little lonely blunts out the window. Yeah. And the Listen, only person and you who did, would come up every fine. once in a while was Fury. He would creep up and sometimes hit the blunt. And I was like, thank you, my nigga. Somebody. XD wasn't smoking at that time? Not really. Not, not. Didn't nobody XD want could... your nasty tobacco wrap blunts? First of all, they were duchess. So they were just yeah. fine. Like I said, didn't nobody want <laughs> your Same. nasty tobacco blunts. Like even when I did start. So no, not when I first started. Because when I first started, I would get them little cheap ass swishers that was like four for a dollar. Yes. Out the bodega. Yes. But as soon as I started making five dollars, I would switch to papers. <laughs> well, whoop day whoop. Good for you and your fucking papers. Remember when Jay transitioned? I remember when Jay transitioned from from the from the swishes to the frontal. From Duchess to frontal, it was a terrible decision. I should have never done it. Was you shouldn't? It was like from bad to worse. It was was me and the dreads. Yes. Why? Why are we up here doing this on Utica? Like. And here, and you know, and for a long time it was. It was Duchess for a very, very, very long time. Um, but it's fine. Ten years ago, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you As left I them was, nasty papers over here, actually. Did you know you're missing some of your wraps? Yes. <laughs> I saw them when I saw yeah, them here at my home. Me. Yeah, you texted okay. me. Told yeah, okay. Just want to make sure in the you trash. know. It's fine. I'll oh, just get another oh. So do you, you're not She's like, wealthy. Wealthy, okay. honey. She was like, I don't even need that's surplus. <laughs> I don't I mean this is it'll be dry. Damn. Until get back to it. It's extraneous. Oh, Me and Tristan okay. got together they... ten years ago. Yes, I remember. Oh, I remember we when, know, girl. We I remember when you true. met I remember mm-hmm. when you yes, met, met Tristan. Me too. Me too. Mm-hmm. Because because I had only just met Jade a little bit yes. prior to that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yes. I was stunned that this girl was so open with talking to me about her sex life. First of all, let's just put a pin right there. And I would like to say that when I met Jay first, she lied immediately. She said, oh, look, it's a girl whose butt is bigger than mine. And I said, let me stop you right there. Wow, Jay, you did lie. That thing was spoken. I said, wait a second. And I mean, literally the both of us in Bobby's apartment, having known each other for about five minutes, stood there <laughs> and, and dropped our pants and yes. compared Asses. behind yes. in Bobby's apartment. And I was like, and took a vote in the room. Like, mm-hmm. listen, Jay got me beat. I don't know what and Jay just wanted to patterns. look because she's gay. She wanted to. <laughs> She just bitch. wanted to look. <laughs> yeah, here I go. Because you always do it some gay. I can appreciate <laughs> because I'm an appreciative human being of all appreciative statures and yes. genders and okay. Uh, yep. Human you are that. You are we that. We can yeah. absolutely call that appreciation. But mm-hmm. yes, to the point Thank of you. Jade. Jade is the friend that it was 
instantly. Like, I mean, we were yeah. close immediately. They yeah. were immediately. <laughs> there was I no mean, when we weren't, and then we weren't. Like, we didn't know each other. Yeah. Yeah. We was close. <laughs> and then we did. Yep. Yeah. There was no, like, get to know each other in no. the, in the yeah. friendship. The same thing with Crystal. Like, Crystal same. and I yeah. realized very quickly that we were the same person, oh, and yeah. we were just close. Like, And I think mm-hmm. Asante's, he was like, no, you and Kia are going to get along. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And I met Asante the at the thing club. To me. me and Asante oh, met dancing. The we gay met, club. We no bitch. It was LPR. Are you sure? The freedom Are you party. sure? It was the freedom. The freedom party. party? Yes. Okay. Which you I'll know you, you see you remember the freedom party. I remember the freedom party. And I went. Woo. Me and XD went together. And uh, he goes, my friend's gonna come. And I said, all right. And. Me and Asante met dancing and grinning at each other. And oh, yeah, that a- sounds about right. That then, sounds about right. And then we were close. Like, it was like, yeah, everything was it. meant to be. Crystal, I met Crystal. Um, she definitely smoked cigarettes at the time. And uh, not cigarettes because I could not afford cigarettes <laughs> in New York. I smoked flavored cigars. <laughs> okay. Yes. Tiny little flavored cigars. <laughs> That is that true. That I yeah, the little cherry with cigars your little backpack with my crystal. little silver backpack. <laughs> I remember I that still backpack. Have a backpack yes. and her little vans. And That's she, right. <laughs> I remember. And Crystal, I remember one of the main things that that was an adjustment for Crystal right away was the walking. And oh, we yes. would be walking. Yes. We would go downtown to Union Square, Bar Hopping, or Columbus Bapianos. Circle. We would be anywhere, right? And turn around. Where's Crystal? Bitch, on sit the it on the ground. <laughs> Yo, Crystal would just. I would just stop bitch. like a toddler. She would just find a bench and just I'm be like, going to Give take me a nap a right here. <laughs> yeah, I could not handle. She's like, wow, I remember y'all that. walk so much. Yeah, and <laughs> and so quickly. Like everybody yeah. just moves so fast. I remember. Because at first I was spending a lot of money on cabs and Asante would be like, we're going six blocks and one Avenue. Like Mm -hmm. there's no reason to take a cab. And I would be like, taxi. (laughs) (laughs) Your girl needs a ride. Until, you know, after a few days, I was like, oh, I'm spending hundreds of dollars. And you adapted really quickly to the train. and You have to. You have to. Yes. But yeah, I got a job and and so uh, realized quickly that driving to work was not going to be the move. When it took me much longer to drive to work and then find a place to park Mm -hmm. than it would have if I just took the train, I said, okay, this this is not going to work out. But yes, now I will let you share what you Uh. want, but I will ask you. You know, um, in moving, because, you know, there might be people who are listening who are like, well, it sounds like it just went so swimmingly. Like she got there and (laughs) met her friends and got her job and did this. Are there some struggles that you dealt with or faced that you would like to share that um, in your transition? Um, Well, I've never been so broke in my whole life. Mm hmm. And I, I remember, I remember when I crossed from Jersey into the city, I saw a McDonald's billboard or something, and the entire billboard was in Chinese mm-hmm. <laughs> or uh, Mandarin. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm probably not saying that correctly, but it was in an Asian language that I did not know, mm-hmm. and there were no subtitles or anything else on it. 
Mm-hmm. It was just, it's in this language. If you get it, you get it. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you don't. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm in a different world. I'm in a different <laughs> world. Because let me tell you what does not exist in Oklahoma. Even if there is an ad in Spanish, there's English somewhere else on it. Like, oh, yeah. There's nothing that. that is. Yeah, no. The, and so I, I remember thinking, you should have to have a passport to come to this city. Because it's not <laughs> like the rest of the country. It is just. When I tell you everything about New York is different from Oklahoma, including like the poverty, I said, oh, what it means to be poor in New York is different Mm -hmm. than what it means to be poor in Oklahoma. Like Mm -hmm. I had just never been so broke in my life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I had Mm -hmm. never lived in the conditions that I lived in. Mm -hmm. Um, Renting a room. Renting a room, first of all, because I didn't have the income or anything else to qualify for my own apartment. And even Mm -hmm. then, and that was, I think, about apartment prices then versus now. And it's ridiculous. Oh, (laughs) much How much, yeah, much different. But even then, I didn't have no thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars $1,400 for no studio apartment in Harlem. So... Mm -hmm. You know, I just, I rented a room and I, I lived in Washington Heights and so, you know, learned some Spanish very quickly. (laughs) um, (laughs) So, so yeah, I mean, I could never have done it without my community, without Mm -hmm. my friends here, Mm -hmm. without their support. I could have never made it. I would have never even wanted to be here without y'all, but I adapted very quickly to the city because as as hard as it was to be in a place that was so different from where I grew up, I was like, okay, but you you did this for a reason. You know, mm-hmm. Atlanta was more of a lateral move. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it's not, it's obviously a much bigger city, way more black people. I'm certain I would have had a great time in Atlanta. <laughs> Probably Absolutely. too much fun, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I I wanted New York to change me. And so mm-hmm. I was like, I'm finna, okay, when in Rome then, girl. Uh, what, what y'all call it? A bodega? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finna figure that out. And it, and and I did. I just adapted. Very, and I blended right in in Washington Heights. Them girls thought I was Dominican just like they was. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And, so, they did. They did. and so I just became another girl on the IRT. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> <laughs> Not Ted! Not Ted! <laughs> yes. Um, but it was hard. So, I mean, I think that's something I would tell people. Like, move to New York if you want New York to beat your ass. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. really well, want it to mold you. Say a little bit mm-hmm. more. I love that you said you wanted New York to change you. Yeah. Yes. Talk a little bit about what... Was there a particular change you were looking for or you were just looking for change generally? Yeah, I was looking for something different. I was 29, very unhappy with life. I mean, honestly, that's why I was going to Atlanta. I had finally gotten away from this horrible job that was so stressful. And I just felt like it's nothing left in Oklahoma for me. I've been here most of my life. I don't want to go to Dallas like everybody else does. When they leave Oklahoma City, they go to Dallas. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and I just, you know, half my family was in Texas. So Texas was not a thrill for me either. Mm-hmm. I always mm-hmm. just said Oklahoma was junior Texas. So <laughs> JV Texas. Like, yeah, I mean, it truly is. <laughs> it's very fair. 
So, um, yeah, so I was like, you know, I could have stayed in the South, even Atlanta. I would have blended right in in Atlanta. They country as hell, too, and, you know, Southern and all that. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, you know, I, Beyonce told me to come here for a reason. Oh, Lord. (laughs) And... You you know what? You Just keep going mad, with your story. But keep going. she was Just right. Just keep going. <laughs> she was right. You won't break my soul, Jay. Damn it. I, that's I what you go. won't do. You're right. Okay. You won't break my soul. Quit your nine to five, bitch, and keep going with your story. <laughs> that's exactly what I did. That's exactly what she did. I quit my Precisely. nine to five and I moved to New York. Um, and yeah, I wanted I I I felt it when I got to the city. Like this is different. Mm-hmm. This is this is an opportunity for me to let go of all the ways that I felt I've had to present myself to the world. Like I've had to, you know, be this girl that my parents wanted me to be or try to be that. And even if I couldn't be that, I've had to put that face on. Mm-hmm. Like appearances has always been huge for my family and like what other people will say or think about you has always been more important than what you say or think about yourself. Mm -hmm. So coming to New York and seeing people look an absolute plum fool in the street (laughs) and nobody caring, I was like, wait a minute. So you can just walk around and look the fool. Like (laughs) you can put on all manners of makeup and, sky high platform boots and men can wear skirts and and everybody can be topless and just Mm -hmm. and uh, it's a naked cowboy in Times square still and there's a lady on 59th and columbus i mean um on uh, 59th and lex who stands out there with a pair of black pants a seal wig and just her titties out amen amen and so it was like you can really be whoever here. The city does not care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, just don't be an asshole. And yeah. really, you don't have to too much worry about people bothering you, especially right. the people who actually live here. Right. Because, listen, they just trying to get where they trying to go. I mean, that's all. Everybody's We're all in Times Square because we have to be. <laughs> yes. Not because we want to be. <laughs> Certainly. And it's we just want to get away from yes. y'all. Y'all yes. that come and visit. Yeah. But it was the it was away. the acceptance. It was like whoever you are here, you can put down your guard and be that, and mm-hmm. the city will accept you as weird as you are. It's like be weirder. You can't be normal. Yeah. Don't don't come here thinking that you're gonna be just like everybody else, or you like you're the type of person who feels like people have to fit into a certain mold or behave a certain way in order to be acceptable. Um, or to be loved or appreciated or valued because the city appreciates the people who are the rejects from everywhere else. So mm-hmm. I just really felt that I was like, yeah, let me lean into whatever weird shit y'all doing in New York where the billboards are not in English. And honestly, <laughs> don't nobody in my neighborhood speak English. <laughs> I be having a mm-hmm and pointed shit in the bodegas. <laughs> when I tell you don't nobody speak English. <laughs> But, you know, I figured it out. And as hard as it was, I mean, basic things. Well, what felt basic to me, like in Oklahoma, I didn't know anybody who didn't have a washer and dryer in their apartment. Mm -hmm. Even my friend who lived in the projects had a washer and dryer in her apartment. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. to come here and it was like, baby, ain't no washer and dryer in this building. (laughs) Period. 
it's like not stuff work, like I was like, may not want to go. I down said, there. so I have to go back to the washateria. Like yeah. we ain't did this yes, since the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> so, but even stuff like that, I just kind of grew to really have an appreciation for um, for all the ways that the city was challenging my beliefs mm-hmm. and making me grow up. Mm-hmm. And what would you say to that. yourself? Then, now, as, as oh, Lord. 10 years later, Crystal. Oh, God. Now, how ago, have I Crystal? not thought about this? Hmm. <laughs> this, is a, this is a journal prompt, Jade. How dare you? <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to really think about this uh, in depth later. But I think, I think I would just tell her, you know what, girl? Lean on into it. Mm-hmm. Like... You poor thing. You are so fucked up. I think that's what yeah. I would say to her. <laughs> and you just have no idea. Ooh, we, and you just have no idea <laughs> what all is wrong with you, but you're going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so the times that I did resist change, the times that I was like, it's 3 a.m. Why are y'all still playing this loud ass music? Like, don't nobody got to go to work in the morning. Like, mm-hmm. the times I was mad at the city for not, being what I wanted it to be, I would say, you know what, girl, let it go. Like they didn't, (laughs) the Dominicans didn't move to your neighborhood. (laughs) You moved to theirs. Mm -hmm. So just everything that you think is not right or is difficult for you to adjust to lean on into it and, and let the city change you. Yeah. Let it, let it do its job. And I think it it. has. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely has. I'm I'm a very different person now. Very but different. But you also put a lot of effort into that work. And when oh, I watched yeah. you put a lot. Because don't think you're going to come here and say, okay, New York City, change me. That's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal actually put a lot of effort into, oh, yeah. a into lot. becoming that person that you wanted. And I'm really proud of you for that. And I know we be ribbing on each other most of the time. but Oh, yeah, all the time. <laughs> But, you know, I will give you this moment to tell you that I have watched Mm. you make a concerted effort and be very intentional in that shift. And so I think that's a beautiful thing and a beautiful example. And it lets everybody know, too, like, if you fucked up, you got an opportunity, too, because all of us (laughs) fucked up. I want to say, ain't no if, right? Ain't no if. I think think so many of us have sort of been socialized in a certain kind of way. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think being grown or getting grown I should say Mm -hmm. for me has really been a series of experiences that have prompted me to challenge and unlearn all of the ways I thought I needed to be or exist Mm -hmm. in the world Mm -hmm. and so I love that you're saying being open to this change and evolution and and surrendering Mm-hmm. control yep um or trying trying to sort of control and, ne- and negotiate the pro- the process so much or navigate or engineer the process so much because i think what what like to jay's point it's really been awesome to just sort of be in your village and watch you evolve into into this person mm-hmm. and i oh, think friends. you sort of you uh transitioning into the city the way you did, I feel like it prepared you for all the other things that life was getting ready to throw at you. Absolutely. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, in a very particular did. way. Yeah. Yes. 
And it I mean, it's just been a, it's been awesome to sort of just just sort of watch that and be a part of it in the in the ways that we have been able to. And so we just wanted to celebrate it. Yeah. Um, well, thank you, friends. I really appreciate that. Y'all know that y'all are like my rock and just don't know what I was just telling Fran this earlier. Like, I just do not know what I would have done or where I would be without my friends who are family to me. Mm-hmm. And and y'all are definitely that. I mean, like, even Jade, like, yeah, she's a lesbian, but I love her the same. It doesn't change anything. Crystal wants like, to be straight, and she never will. And I accept that she hasn't yet, but here we are. Keep going. Jade wants to be straight, and she never will. And she hasn't accepted that yet. <laughs> But but I just, um, yeah, I can't imagine, I can't imagine having done this without y'all. And I just don't know how I got so fortunate to have such amazing friends around me, but I'm grateful. I I thank God for y'all all the time because I would have just never would have made it. (laughs) Never would have made it. Okay. Okay. Not the one gospel song, you know. No, I know like six. Please don't play me. I knew. Jesus loves me does not count. I don't know does that. Do you know exactly? She does not know that. <laughs> she does not know that. I don't. She only knows things that like XD things or oh, Dustin yeah. No, I know a few. Listen, I have been in the church. From churches. time to time. You forget my family. Some of them are South Carolina AME. I wow. yeah, I walked in and Ooh, saw those tambourines, frightened, entertained. <laughs> it was so many emotions at one time, but I, you know, I know a couple of ditties, <laughs> ditties. <laughs> but no, it has been like legit. I, I too, me, me and Chris were talking a little bit over the weekend about how this what's been so key in this this ten years, this transition. Mm-hmm. has been the people that I believe God has sent into my life to help me oh, along yeah. this, Absolutely. this journey. And, you know, I didn't never saw y'all coming. Nope. <laughs> but, nope. but, um, me either, especially not I'm Jay. Very, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I did grateful. not see Jay coming. <laughs> I am a quiet storm, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I would not call you quiet, but you showed up. <laughs> You more like a tornado, bitch. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> One minute everything is peaceful, and then the next minute here comes Jay yes. tearing Girl, us through the city. It's giving <laughs> unexpected chaos and a whirlwind of all manner of yes, things at one time. destroying. Coming through. No, bitch, I'm like Glinda. Everything I come in her through path. with good shit. I come through with good shit. I sparkle into the room like a Ooh. like a pleasant hurricane. But uh, who was talking? A pleasant hurricane. What Never heard those two words hurricane? put together at one time. Nah, but no, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I think that y'all have y'all. And I was telling Crystal like you know over the weekend we're talking because Saturday was the anniversary of Brian's funeral, and y'all y'all losing my brother. Uh, the way that I lost him and sort of, you know, that negotiating that transition, I will never be able to sort of articulate, adequately articulate what it meant for y'all to be there. Because y'all didn't know Brian, but y'all were there for me. And it wasn't a question. And, you know, there were, you know, I, I, it wasn't something I knew that, you know, my brother's service was in Tennessee because that's where my family lives now. 
Um, so it was never even in my mind to sort of ask y'all to come or whatever, but it was not even a conversation. It was just like mm-hmm. y'all were there and to have y'all there, uh, I don't know. It, it just sort of sealed for me that these are the people that God sent into my life to be that, that family. Yeah. And y'all will always be that for me wherever we, wherever we end up. And so this 10 years y'all have been a gift of, of, uh, of epic proportion. And yeah. I don't know how I would have made it through without y'all legit. Whew. Well, I was just glad we could be there to support you and, you know, just let you know that we were here. Cause obviously mm-hmm. that was um, really traumatic and just a horrible time. And so I just, yeah, it was just like whatever I can do to support Kia, I wanted to do that because, you know, you 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 put that out into the world. You are that mm-hmm. kind of friend. And so, Absolutely. you know, that's what your friends give back to you. Even though I talk about Jay more than I talk about anybody else, I would do anything for that raggedy Anything for that. Anything. Anything. <laughs> anything. Period. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, that is just how I feel about y'all. I can't. Feel the same. I can't say enough how, how grateful I am. But, yeah, I just... And Can I'm y'all believe it's been a decade? No, a bitch. decade. And Noah is <laughs> such a, a Noah's Noah such is a, turning nine she's tomorrow. Turning nine. Okay, that's crazy. June twenty-eighth. I can't that take that. And yeah. uh, you all have been very instrumental in being um, such such intricate parts of our village. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that yeah. I can send my child over to Crystals and mm-hmm. be fine. I don't have to stress or you know, I already told Kia, let her get a little older. She'll be coming right on down to DC. <laughs> Getting her right, right from the train. Okay. And you know, yeah. she can't wait. She can't wait till she can travel oh, somewhere by herself. Listen. Oh, you know, she can't. Look, one years old, I'm going to the city. And I'm like, girl, sit down. <laughs> but she has a bond with each of you. I've got, yes. you know, Kia has come and spent yeah. time. And, and she spends time with Chris. Yeah, when I saw and, her yesterday, she ran over to me and I just mm-hmm. got a little weepy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. She's such a Noah. sweet kid. She, she is. is just. She is. She's bad. <sighs> That's my girl. girl. But she's sweet. And she. Well, she's she, a troll. She is she your is. child. Oh, yeah. She is my child. She, <laughs> <laughs> and she, no mistake and about she that. And she will troll Jade, which is always hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, when y'all was at the store, we was watching the pre-show for the BET Awards. And of course, Santana performed. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, when I tell you that Noah became Santana in a way. <laughs> it was oh, like girl. something. Mm-hmm. And at first he was performing um he was performing his other song Walk. and she was tight. Like why he not performing material girl? I mean because <laughs> I just like that's the one that I know and I need him to perform that. When is he going to perform it? She was kind of going off. And friend was like, I mean, he's probably going to just give him some Get- time. <laughs> He's going to, he's probably going to transition. And then when he made the switch, I mean, I'll rush Chanel 9 boots. <laughs> and you would she think came, she has a pair of Chanel 9 boots. You <laughs> would think that. I mean, and Chanel me boots and for kids. Yes. Don't me, twin, try. and friend were astounded. All of us were astonished. We sat there with our mouths agape. 
yeah. Like, she is a performer. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we some, was like, I mean, no, no radio edit. It. No. No radio edit. No. I said, well, come on through with the explicit lyrics. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she she curses. No. Oh, sister. Said, okay. And it's like, it drives me nuts. And I'd be like... <laughs> Okay, you know, and I, I, you know, I curb it where I have to. I know there's somebody listening like, what the hell? But I, you know, there's, <laughs> she does. That's Noah like she, in the background. Yeah, what the Noah. hell? Yeah. Exactly. Or she, you know, her favorite one. Oh, hell no. And I'm like, <laughs> like it's so bad. It is so like, you know, it just is what it is. You're going to do it one day. I'd rather you do it here than. Oh Lord, don't acting do that. Diff- different in front of our faces and then going out and acting uh. a different way so but i do you know i appreciate i i do try to instill her being a child but i do appreciate you all like and she is <laughs> she is she's still she is still yeah. very much a little girl very but she's much. a little girl she because she be looking around like my daddy mm-hmm. said i could say it yeah <laughs> she's like daddy said i can say i can nigga say in that nigga. house <laughs> I'm like, you better never fucking do that when you leave. Do you hear me? The minute you step over that threshold. It's been amazing to be a part of her life and watch her grow up. And, From the beginning. We was at you know, Jay's baby shower. She's so funny. Yeah. Oh, yes. Watching yeah. Bobby twerk. That ghetto yeah. ass baby watching shower. Bobby. <laughs> Bobby had a tail on. Bobby yeah. had a, a, was a raccoon yeah. tail. Was it a raccoon tail? It was a raccoon With tail. With his Daisy Dukes. Because he used to wear it all and the time. And he had on some lace, some yep. lace toms. Don't yes, forget that. Did. And my Trinidadian father-in-law and all of his uh, was there. And I mean, oh, just well. astounded. <laughs> those, are, I, those are Jade's friends. They're all they gay. Are. Yeah. <laughs> and I told Tristan, I said, listen, these are my friends. You going to yeah. be good with that? And he was like, nigga, I'm good with that. And we ain't had no problems. I mean, we wasn't going nowhere. So (laughs) that's absolutely a fact. He was he was gonna he was gonna have to be okay. He was gonna have to be good. We wasn't But I love that my child feels free and safe with you all. And that's the same way that I feel is safe in my community and in my village. And you know, we we can feel safe in all different faces and facets of whatever we're dealing with. And that's what I'm really oh, yeah. grateful about. I know there's people have different friends for different reasons sometimes, but I don't I have the privilege of not having to do that. And yeah. I'm grateful for that. I'm it is it, that. it really is a privilege to just have I just be like, how I don't know how I got so fortunate to have all these Same. people around me Same. who I just, I mean, I don't know how many times I can say it, but I just really don't know. I know. Somebody's listening to this. They're like, God, we fucking get it. Y'all love each other. Okay. You bitches are friends. Yes. You've been friends. Wow. 10 years. I said it for you. You hating assholes. Go find your All right. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Crystal. What? What if you had to guess? What does the next ten years have in store Ooh-wee. for Crystal? If you had to think about it, oh Lord, mm, I mean, so I definitely want to finish my master's degree. Um, that'll be coming up here in the next year and a half or mm-hmm. so. Um, so there's that, and 
you know, if I'm going to have a baby, it'll be in the next five years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, you know, we'll see if the, if the universe decides that for me, because right now I'm just like, listen, y'all let me know. Listen, (laughs) I I feel like if the, if the universe wants me to have a child, then I will. Otherwise I'm going to just be over here chilling with these plants and just fine. Um, I mean, I don't know. I kind of, I don't know if I'm going to stay in New York. I would love to. I just can't afford a home here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to feel like I want my own home that I have paid for that belongs to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to feel that more and more. And I don't have $5 million to spend on an apartment, which is another thing that is so different from Oklahoma. Nobody buys apartments in Oklahoma. <laughs> that whole concept is crazy. Like, how do you buy something and not own the whole building? So Yeah. I just own this 1,100 square feet. Listen, I was like, condo? Say more. What does that mean? (laughs) That was, yes. So I don't know if I'm going to be here, but I mean, if I leave, it's not for a lack of love for the city. Like, as much as everything has changed, the city has changed, I have changed. I just, there is still that, like, love and acceptance here that I cherish so much Mm-hmm. And I don't want to have to move somewhere else and feel like I have to start hiding parts of my personality again or, mm-hmm. you know, worrying about who is thinking about as much shit as I talk about NYPD, NYPD do not be thinking about me. Like <laughs> they do not be worried about me. You can smoke a blunt on the sidewalk. I mean, you can now, no. but like, yeah. right. <laughs> no, let me, let me throw that in there. <laughs> right. Yes. Important caveat, but like, we want to say that for the most part, you know, they don't, I don't get harassed for being myself. Mm. Yeah, that just doesn't happen here. And Mm -hmm. I cannot say that about the other places I've lived. So Mm -hmm. if I leave New York, it's only because I have found a home somewhere where me and my friends have decided to pack up all of our things and go to Costa Rica. Brexit. (laughs) That's not a Brexit, but yes. Not a Brexit. Do you think Brexit somehow means like black? I've already explained this. Exit. I she know, just you wants don't... to use the word. It's okay, it. all right. That's all it is. But I just, I just wonder, do you know <laughs> the fact that the word means something what entirely it different? Means does okay, not mean all right, okay, to her. great. So, so yeah, so I just <laughs> the only thing I can say for sure is like I'm finishing this damn degree. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! And mm-hmm. other than that, you know, I'm gonna do like I did when I first got here and just lean into the city and wherever it takes me, that's where I'll be. I could have never predicted, you know, the success of the podcast and. Everything I've gotten to do since then, it's just been incredible. So I'm not even going to put no limitations on it. Whatever the universe decides is is heading my way. I'm just like, okay, girl, let's do it then. I'm ready let's to receive it. it. Yeah. I love Jade, it. I want to know what's in your next 10 years, sis? Um, What do you see? I definitely what see a washer and dryer. She in going my, to Portland. <laughs> in my, well, I, you know, at this point now with these shifts, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> where I'm oh going. yes but i do see a home and i see uh just a growth in you know being in what i want to be doing you know what i'm saying i want to have my hands in some soil and i'm ready to you know just be comfortable um and have space to do whatever it is yeah. i want to do and i have uh not put a lot of planning into my life um and i'm actually I, I like that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I'll I'll take steps for things that I know need to be done and then after that 
you know, whatever spirit got for me, I'm ready. I'm ready and open. Um, so I'm, I'm just open to receive. I'm very intentional about what I want. Like I said, I want a washer and dryer. I'd like multiple toilets in my home. You know what yes. I'm saying? Multiple asses can go to the bathroom at the same yes. time. Oh my God. Um, These are luxuries. I say that, that often. Yeah. And I'm putting it out there. Absolutely. <laughs> I agree with you. You know, I'd like to be able to grill some chicken on a Wednesday if I so feel like it and not have yes. to set my pit up on the sidewalk. You know, just very, mm. just very <laughs> small things. It's a time honored Brooklyn tradition. Yeah. Yes. It is. You know, we were figuring out what to do for Noah's birthday. I was like, I can pull the grill out put it downstairs it's nothing and <laughs> yes. Noah was like I don't want another barbecue take me to Coney Island so <laughs> <laughs> oh that little New York baby she is, <laughs> that is a Brooklyn a baby New but I, I'm she just grateful is. for uh whatever comes my direction and in the, and the most that I do is just pray that I am ready um in, yeah in a grounded place to receive whatever those opportunities Absolutely. that come come so yes yeah. what mean, about you sis yeah you i think that uh you know god has shown me a lot about who i am and who he is in this last 10 years i think i've i am i've set the intention a few years back that i really want to be exactly what God had in mind when he said, I'm going to make me a Kia one day. Mm-hmm. And um, like like the both of you have said, have said um, never did I anticipate any of the, like doing any of the things that I'm currently doing, but I have remained open to sort of being led by God to where he would have me be. And so that's my, that's my posture going forward. There are some things that I am... <clears throat> hopeful for and expectant of but they're not as specific right so uh i just want things like peace and flexibility amen Mm -hmm. and you know just ease uh i want to to be able to move in my life without having to worry about you know financial uh limitations i want to be able to support myself and my family and, you know, I want to grow. I want to grow in love of self. I want to grow in love of God. And I want to grow, you know, just in love of people, whatever that whatever that looks like, however that's expressed in my life. And I just want to keep doing good work, man. That's really, that's really what I want. I want to, to keep doing good work. And <clears throat> like y'all, like we've said many times, there have been many, many lessons in the last 10 years. Many, many, many. And I'm oh, sh- yes. I'm yeah. sure that there will be many, many more. Oh yes. I'm grateful to to be on this journey with all with, with you guys and with all the rest of the members of our tribe. And yeah, man, we just wanted to come and kick it around the kitchen table and just just do some some reflecting mm-hmm. and yes, and I was so excited because I haven't been on getting grown in a while. Yes, so. it's been a minute. It was lovely to come back and see your faces and to just tell y'all how much I love and adore you. And I'm so proud of y'all and appreciate y'all so much. So we're proud of we're you. Thank you, you for having me. You came and shared space with us. She yes. Space. Now go into the I love how you- factory and have a dinner with your ancestors. 
That'll be a what? not cheesecake factory. <laughs> you never seen that clip key of Dr. Umar? Oh God, yes. Oh <laughs> boo! Tomato, tomato, tomato. <laughs> not you quoting Dr. Umar. <laughs> My ancestors did not dine at the cheesecake they factory. They did not. He said, "I'm they about to did go not. to the cheesecake that factory junkie menu. and have a dinner with my ancestors." <laughs> I feel like the ancestors deserve. I really worry about you. I worry about you and that Umar nigga. I do worry about. Yeah, because you're hotep adjacent. Yeah, nah, you're. You're 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 like a light skinned Erica about You told the line. <laughs> Definitely you told the line. <laughs> Not as problematic, but no. you told the line. You told well, the you line. Know, give her some time. Yep, and she'll she'll. <laughs> <laughs> I can laugh. I laugh at Doctor Umar. I laugh at him, and I um, laugh. You know the black Israelites who call me Jezebel when I walk past. That's a good time. You know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's a good time, especially the ones in Philly. Um, but you know, oh, yeah, I, I am not that. a hotel. They have a good time with me because I'm blonde. Oh yeah, I know they. Oh do. lord, white slave! <laughs> like I know they are. <laughs> <laughs> I know how they do. They be oh, Jezebeling yes. my ass oh, off Jesus. when I walk on. I'm like, fuck you, nigga! Like it's. <laughs> A good time. Enjoy your soapbox, yeah, that bum. jade. Um, <laughs> well, what a lovely so ending rude. to our uh, to our kitchen right? table talk. <laughs> this was fun. Such a good time, <laughs> Crystal Jean. We thank you again for coming oh. and sitting with us. Love you, see it. Thank you, my sisters. I would love to come back when I have you know something else to talk of about. Course. Maybe in another ten years when my life is no, interesting we again. Hope it is not ten You'll years. You'll be back far before then. <laughs> ten years. I do not wish to have. Oh, a okay, you guys. We will see you on the next. Wow. Segment. <laughs> Thank you, sis. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. I deserve it is time for the black woman's self-care. And my self-care might be similar to Kia's this week. Not sure. Yeah. Oh, actually, no. I know what your self-care is. Okay. Um, but mine was hanging out with my sisters. <laughs> and, uh, you know getting to pick all of the places that we decided to dine very good before very we nice. went out on a sister and you did date very well we, yes thank you very much i took amazed. us to a little farm to table that mm-hmm. was really nice um and we had a sister date had wine and cocktails and appetizers and dinner and then took ourselves to the show to see mm-hmm. mj the musical oh my God, and so it was just it was just really lovely to be Dates don't have to be romantic, man. You know what I'm saying? Dates can be with yourself. Dates can be with your sisters, with your very best friends. And dates can be with a partner or a complete stranger that you choose to go out with. It's how you choose to view it. And I think that they're all uh, equally fulfilling in their own right. Um, And while these dates may not end with happy endings, they end with different happy endings. 
You know what I'm saying? We went and watched <laughs> the Versus after. You know what I'm saying? And like imbibed and set up and cackled over edibles and shit like that. And I still got to go out and have dinner. And it was just really, it was just, it was just really nourishing. Um, and I'm grateful that I had the opportunity to do that. It was me, Kia, Fran, Crystal, and Toya. Yeah. And it was a really, really, really good time. We were able to get drunk at MJ the Musical. <laughs> we met LL Cool J. Oh, yes. Which was so interesting. Random. I mean, no, he was very time. nice. And, yes, he was yeah, kind. it was a good very time. Kind it was very, just kind of like. It was like, okay. It was just kind of like, you guys come take a picture with LL. And we like, were like, oh, okay. Okay. How are you? <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, you know, uh, he didn't hear me whispering in his ear the whole time we were taking the picture. They call me Big LA. <laughs> but. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Or maybe he did it. He chose to ignore it. Yes. I'm not sure. But I had a good time doing it. <laughs> uh, but no, it was, it was just really, it was just really fulfilling. And it was really, it was really nourishing for the soul. You know what I'm saying? For the nigga soul, chicken soup for the nigga soul when you're hanging out with your girlfriends under the rainbows. Um, and that's my black woman self-care. I'm grateful. And then, oh, our other sisters are in town, the Nikki's. Yes. And, you know, then we got some more sister time, which expanded out. You know, yes. our tribe expands across the country and down south and so forth. And so to be able to have a good chunk of us together with some missing, um... It was also beautiful. So that's my black woman self-care this week. What's yours? I echo that. Um, I was absolutely fulfilled and restored by spending time with some of the people who I love the most. It was absolutely an amazing weekend. Um, Our little container of joy in the world of chaos and negativity was fantastic. Say that Um, again. I would like to also add to that. Uh, one of the things that another thing that brought me joy. So, like I said, last week I was doing that meeting in Virginia in a bright spot uh, was that, you know, after the day you get to go to your hotel room and just sort of decompress. Mm-hmm. I was doing that one day last week. I believe it was Wednesday or Thursday. Cut on the TV, randomly came across an episode of The Price is Right at Night. Uh what a joy what a good time and i mean i mean the people are down there playing plinko and all of the games i love it i've never known that the price is right at night was a thing but they actually have like celebrity guests and so the celebrity guests oh this is like a new prices yes the celebrity guests play alongside the contestants and price is right whatever the contestant wins with the help of the celebrity guests Price is Right will match that and donate it to the charity of their choosing. And so the two episodes that I watch featured Ludacris and one of those other white man comedians. I know he was in like Pitch Perfect. I've seen his movies and stuff. I can't think of his name right now, but either way. Okay. um, Both of both of them, you know, they're it's like when you play in the game, the celebrity like processes with you. Um, and it's interesting to see because sometimes they'd be right and sometimes they'd be wrong. <laughs> it's like, and, uh, but, but anyway, uh, all of the nostalgic prices, right games of my childhood. It was just right there on the show. I got to watch somebody play Plinko and the cliffhanger game. You know, the, oh, 
like I'm going up the hill. I know, right? <laughs> and I just remember being seven years old and sitting at the breakfast table with my grandfather singing that song. I loved it with the little yodel so good. going up the hill. So good, right? So good. But yes, thank Adam you. Adam Devine, is that who it was? Yes. I literally Googled white man comedian in Pitch Perfect. Yes, that's exactly who it is. The little I, short man who played yes. in Modern Family too. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. That's yes. him. That's him. That sounds like a good time. And Ludacris, let me tell you somebody who's going to keep themselves what? Relevant. I'm okay. not mad at it. Okay, and paid. And he's, his foundation okay. was for the Ludacris Foundation, which is, you know, supporting young adults and, and, young, and families in the Atlanta area. It was just good. It was just good to see. Go um, ahead, Chris Lovell Lovell. Yes. Uh, but it was a good time. And I... Um, enjoyed that that was my black women self-care i felt good after i watched the shows i just felt good like this is good that feels good that reminds me of my grandma and i just that's what we used to do is yes. sit up there and watch prices right with Absolutely. her that was a sh- oh Absolutely. honey so that sounds like a self-care moment for your girl I um I actually am going to get a little unconventional if you don't mind don't. we had a quick technical difficulty and i want to shout out I would like to shout out some uh, an organization, actually, because it was self-care for me to hear about these young black people who are doing things. The EVAC movement, um, which is a youth-led social justice movement that started in a classroom in Jacksonville, Florida. So EVAC empowers youth that has been deemed, quote-unquote, at risk to see themselves as, quote-unquote, at hope. Um, and dream big and they're looking to expand the movement and would love to connect with educators administrators youth leaders and community organizers across the country so um just like Kia's information i'm going to put that in the description box where you can check out uh, a, a a quick clip just a minute long video about the evac movement and find out um what these quote unquote at risk black youths are doing uh, in society to to give themselves some hope for their future. And I'm absolutely, I love it. Uh, A dear friend of mine is helping them to put this out into the world. And so I just wanted to use our platform as well to amplify that. Um, I love it. So that information will be in the description box, but I thought it was so dope. And I really wanted to make sure that they had a little bit of of some shine. Absolutely. So thank you for pardoning my interruption. Um, It's time to get negative again and head on into these petty peeves. Let's do it. Let's do it. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. honey. All right, this week's petty peeve, Jade and I are going to share. It is a joint petty peeve. Since we were together this weekend, we were Mm -hmm. uh, doubly annoyed (laughs) at... And one particular double the pleasure, double the yes, fine. indeed. Um, and so, uh, as we stated, we were able to reconnect with some more friends of ours. Um, yesterday, um, we got together mm. to watch the BET Awards and just sort of reconnect um, at an Airbnb that uh, our friends had rented. And so, of course, we get to the Airbnb. We all get out of our respective cars and Ubers and. Mm-hmm. What do you do when you get to a place and you want to let the people inside know that you're outside? You ring the doorbell. That's what that's right. what you do. And so we rang the There's doorbell. There's not normal doorbells anymore. Yes. There's only rings. There was a <laughs> ring. So this was a ring doorbell. And um, 
both you know our our friends came to greet us and we went inside and it was all well and good um the owners of the airbnb uh mm. i guess saw received a notification that the doorbell was wrong mm-hmm. then opened the camera and noted the number of people entering now now none of us looked like we were moving in we were literally just it's like five of us. Five of us, and we have like pur- purses and book bags, or no, no bags at yeah. all. Um, yeah. And but there was some concern from the owner of the Airbnb, and some questioning that suggested that you know folks were trying to more people than were agreed upon were trying to stay there, or, or they were throwing some sort of party. And it, and Neither it wasn't either. that. I mean, you know, all of the things that come, all of the uh, accusations and allegations that come with young mm-hmm. black people being in a place. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that annoyed me for many, many, many reasons, right? Because we understand that the Airbnb has rules, but I think it's just mm-hmm. interesting that the assumption is that the rules are being broken before even asking whether or not they are. Um, and so that was mm-hmm. my petty peeve. You know, we were microaggressed via ring doorbell. Yeah, because they saw some black people walking into the house. You know, what and I'm they saying? got it nervous. Not, they got scared. They did, and gave some bullshit about insurance purposes. And well, it can't be more than this many people in the home. And it was like, now wait a minute. Now, first of all, the rules clearly state no parties or events and we're not having either and not having and, a party uh, or an event like these is just members of my family know, coming by to say hello nobody's staying here greet us welcome us we're to the literally city, going to share a meal and then we're all going to go our separate ways but why is that sort of just having a convening us coming together pose some manner of threat to these people how um and how at all and I mean, it's just annoying that we can't even, I mean, usually, you know, we get, we get in trouble for hanging out outside. Now we get in trouble for hanging out inside. Well, I mean, what, the, mm-hmm. what it is wasn't it? a noise complaint or like a, it was just like a, oh, we saw black people on the doorbell. Yes. And, it and it's not be... like we were standing there exposing weapons. Like we, we did not have, like we literally were just a group of people. Niggas wasn't smoking weed on this the This is stoop. what I'm it saying. Like we literally rang the doorbell, went inside, and it was just, there was just all of this alarm that mm-hmm. was completely unnecessary and mm-hmm. disappointing. Yeah, they eventually calmed down and realized, oh, they are just grown people who are trying to convene with their family. But the fact that we didn't even get the benefit of the doubt of that initially was frustrating. So that was our petty peeve this week. You know what I'm saying? People love to microaggress. That's what they do. And not to just use the buzz hot words. (laughs) Yes, that's literally the world we live in, as you all can see. Yes. Um, Micro and macro. Yes. Major. All kinds of aggression. Right. Okay. Aggression, aggression and violence across the board. Absolutely. But yes, this tens been- across the board. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all so much for tuning into another episode of Getting Grown. We really truly appreciate uh this community and we just wanted to share um and just, you know, sit around and catch up with Crystal Jean and just sort of talk through yes. this major milestone. Um 
and all that all all we have learned through our uh evolution of the evolution of our friendship and the evolution of our individual mm-hmm. lives it has been a joy and we thank you crystal jean yep. for being a part of our yes, family sister. we wouldn't we literally couldn't do anything any of this without you we love you so much we're proud of you and excited mm-hmm. for what the future has in store for you thank y'all so yes. much for supporting i appreciate your support already on the way uh, you know thank y'all for supporting the, the you know changed via the, yes go support the album yes support the album and i promise you it's going to be amazing music um and also the cause that jade mentioned during black women self-care make sure you support those young people doing amazing Please. things listen we are all we got like we talked about and um we just got to stick in it together and be there for one another and thank y'all for being a part of our community we love you down absolutely love you boots let us love you down <laughs> even if it takes all night okay Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> thank you all for joining us um make sure you drinking that water hydrating sure, your insides right. you know what i'm saying the world is ugly out there uh, make sure that you are lotioning the outside of your, your feet because you can't be running from flames in no. a world with ashy hills i mean it's what, just what, a what, safety hazard this? at this point Okay, nobody wants to be out here looking like Clarence Thomas because his ass looks like he stays the fuck ashy. Absolutely. And and most importantly, if it has never been the most important of any episode that we have ever said this mantra in all the episodes five years, mind your motherfucking business. That's how you moisturize your mind. That's how you moisturize your mind. You're also fixated on what other people are doing out here. You can't even worry about yourself looking like, like you, like you knocking on its door. Sarah Huckabee. You dinosaurs. You're out here looking like Sarah Huckabee. Okay. Just, just inflamed. Just Okay. Just inflamed. Aging like a banana. Just bad. She's aging like an avocado in the summertime. I mean, it's awful. And I mean, I mean, to be, and, and just, if you need some context, she and I were born in the same year. Yes. Isn't that crazy? Yes. No. Yes. She's out here looking no. older than my mama. Why? Well, because she won't mind her business. You see, your person will crack. If, if it's, it's dry. dry. Goodbye. Bye. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.